everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Monday, November 2nd, 2020, the day before the day. Uh, here's what's happening in Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms. Hope everybody had a good Halloween, uh, but I gotta say, I watched the uh, Charlie Brown Halloween special for the first time in a while. Thank you, Apple TV+, Plus, by the way. And it's a little bit depressing. I mean, definitely a dose of reality for young kids, which I guess is a healthy thing, but uh, I kind of forgot that Linus just sits out in the pumpkin patch all night, and nothing really happens. Anyway, uh, it's Monday, so just a few things to note, so no ads or pop quiz. Sorry, kids, but uh, certainly a rest in peace going out to Sean Connery, who died at the age of 90 over the weekend, as I'm sure you heard. If you open the ball on these people, Mr. Nash, you must be prepared to go all the way, because they won't give up the fight until one of you is dead. I want to get Capone. I don't know how to get him. Want to get Capone? Here's how you get him. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago way. And that's how you get Capone. Now, over to Hollywood. With one more similar weekend at the box office, so I guess uh, at least the business is consistent. But the top five films combined made less than $8 million once again. Leading the way was Come Play. That's another low-budget horror movie that was looking to pick up whatever Halloween business there was to be had. It was from Focus Features and took in $3.2 million to take the top slot. Otherwise, Honest Thief made $1.4 million, hitting a total of just under $10 million so far. And War with Grandpa was in third with $1.1 million and has racked up an $11 million domestic gross. And of course, Tenet is still inching forward to the $350 million mark worldwide. It now stands at $347 million. Kenya Barris is looking to exit his Netflix deal after two years, according to Deadline. He's reportedly looking to find a new home at Viacom CBS, where he would create and co-own a new production venture with a heavy focus on the upcoming Paramount Plus streaming service. His main Netflix project over the two years was a show called Black AF, which he also starred in. But otherwise, his only output has been producing a sketch show and an upcoming Kid Cudi animated music series. Over at MGM, they picked up the U.S. and Canadian rights to a movie called Minamata. That stars Johnny Depp as a photojournalist who unmasks an environmental poisoning situation in a small coastal town in Japan. That was inspired by a true story. It'll get a theatrical and PVOD release on February 5th, according to the announcement. By the way, Johnny lost his defamation case against British publication The Sun this morning, with the judge deciding the paper did not defame him when they called him a wife-beater, mainly based on the testimony of his ex, Amber Heard. Fox has now officially canceled two of their fall series, the John Slattery AI show Next and the Kim Cattrall show Filthy Rich, according to Variety. The two projects were conceived as summer series, but uh, pushed to fall after, well, you know. But Fox also ordered their first series for next year, 14 episodes of a single-camera mockumentary called This Country, from writer Jenny Bix and director Paul Feig, which is a remake of a BBC show that follows two cousins and their exploits around their hometown. Screenwriter Zach Penn has sold a TV series to Spectrum Originals and the AMC Network. That one's called Beacon 23, a deep space psychological thriller centering on two characters trapped in essentially a lighthouse at the edges of the known universe. Now that's a sweet gig. Uh, it'll debut on Spectrum's on-demand service and then air nine months later on AMC. Uh, whatever, it's ready. John Turturro has joined the Apple TV corporate thriller series Espionage, directed by Ben Stiller. That cast also includes Adam Scott and Patricia Arquette. Doctor Strange director Scott Derrickson has signed on to direct a horror movie at Blumhouse slash Universal Pictures called Black Phone, according to Deadline. Scott is no stranger to horror, having directed the Blumhouse box office hit Sinister. 
And as predicted, uh, well, by me, uh, Dave Chappelle is returning to host SNL this Saturday for their post-election episode once again. Now, a brief stop in the media biz and a look at tonight's programming notes, and we'll be on our way. The country's second largest cable TV and internet provider, Charter Communications, added 52,000 cable TV customers in the third quarter. That's the second straight quarter they've added TV customers. Although the real growth continues to be in new broadband subscribers, as they added just under 500,000 from July to September. Charter now has 28.6 million broadband customers and 15.7 million cable TV customers, only second to Comcast in both categories. Oh, and uh, Charter now also has 2.1 million mobile customers which is great news for anybody who has to sit through 24 Spectrum Mobile TV ads every day. Raising my hand here. Over at Altice, formerly known as Cablevision, uh, they lost 86,000 cable TV subscribers in the third quarter. That's almost triple the rate of loss at the same time one year ago, which now leaves them with about 3 million cable TV subscribers. But they did have a small addition in the broadband subscribers, adding 26,000 customers for Altice's internet service. And we'll finish up at the WWE, who uh, actually had some good news, reporting that their overall third quarter revenue was up 19%. This is despite their live events revenue going from $23 million to essentially a flatline. And just going to put this here, Vice Media is joining the July 2021 office reopening bandwagon and including the notion of some permanent WFMH possibilities. That's according to the Daily Beast, uh, citing an email from Vice sent out to their employees announcing the new goalpost. In today's programming notes, uh, Stars has a documentary called Withdrawn Arms that tells the story of Olympian Tommy Smith, who famously stood with a raised fist on the medal awards podium at the 1968 Olympics. You can catch that tonight at 9 p.m. The Good Doctor returns to ABC at 10 p.m. after you're done Dancing with the Stars. And NBC is doing an SNL election special, which kind of seems like a greatest hits of their political sketches this season. So if you just can't get enough of Jim Carrey as Joe Biden, tune into NBC at 10 p.m. Over at HBO Max, they continue their quest to be the new home for Comedy Central's biggest hits as they add Chappelle's show, Inside Amy Schumer, Reno 911, and Key and Peele as of today. Or you can go back to simpler times and watch all six seasons of Dawson's Creek on Netflix to your heart's content as of today. And if you would, help this brother out to your heart's content and hit five stars in the ratings and reviews section of Apple Podcasts if you listen there. And uh, give a short review if you find the podcast of value. It helps on the Apple platform to help other people find it and share in the daily joy that is this podcast. And we'll finish up this Calm Before the Storm beginning of November Monday with a pretty chill new song from Sam Smith called Kids Again. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.